0: Well, we're back here uh, in our ten minutes of truth, and excited about today. We're going to look at the second part um, of verse four of chapter one. Our emphasis, um, you know, on this verse uh, being chosen by God before the creation of the world, and specifically, we want to look at today: um, what does it mean to be holy and? blameless. It's really significant. I think we can do this in in one section. So let me jump right in. Um, You need to go back and and listen to the first 10 minutes of truth for context. I don't really want to go through all that again. Um, I just will, will say that uh, we've, been, we've been studying, if you've been following our studies, uh, Ephesians chapter 6 and, and Ephesians chapter 1, and how both of these chapters, you know, really serve as kind of like parameters for understanding how we've been equipped in the heavenly realms against a spiritual adversary. Now, from uh, in chapter 1, verses 3, down through verse 23, uh, he he just opens up with how God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit uh, have all participated in our redemption. And they have equipped us, not in the physical, but they've equipped us in the spiritual realm with everything we need to overcome. And so he begins in verse 4 with the first aspect of that, which is this idea that he chose us before the creation of the world. And so that's the first thing, but he chose us to be holy and blameless. Now if you watch the, the, or if you listen to the first one, this idea of chosen is a compound word made up of the terms ek and lego. Ek means out of, and lego uh, means to speak or to call out or to select. Uh, and it's a specific term. It's not like Leleo, which is kind of generic speaking, a generic choosing. Lego is specific. So you have been specifically selected by God before the creation of the world. So if you could kind of picture God in, in, in his thought before he ever began creating, and he's kind of laying out his strategy in his mind, he's thinking of you specifically. He desperately needs a you, and he, he called you, he, he selected you, he designed you, he dreamed you, um, he has he has love for you, he has, you're absolutely necessary. I mean, it's just, wow, it's, it's the phenomenon of that, that just how much he loves me, that I'm not generic, you know, and I've, I've experienced this, I think we've all experienced where from time to time we don't think we're very significant, um, you know, uh, that were generic, we're not prized, you know, but we, we, we live in a world where there's so much emphasis on the physical, being able to jump high, being beautiful, being able to play a support, you know, uh, whatever, you know, it's a lot of physical, even like intelligence, reason, you know, and being able to uh, be, be um, very, very good at making money or really smart at your job. See, those are all physical based and that's, That's not where your prize, that's not where your value is, and your value is in who you are in him and his purpose for you. And that's something you really need to come to grips with. As we're looking at verse four, we continue, and this is the second part, we're gonna focus on holy and blameless. So let's let's jump into this. The term holy here is is really neat, okay? The term holy is actually pronounced hagias. Hagias. And um, there's a couple different Greek words for holy. in our New Testament, and this one is is really neat because it's it does have a have a uh, a manner of sacredness which all words for holy do and being set apart. But this one, this is so neat. It has the idea of kind of religious awe. It's like you know, it's like mouth gaping open, wow, kind of stuff. So now you've been selected for, wow, like you've been selected for, that's incredible. That kind of response. Let me give you a couple places this is used in Luke chapter two, verse 47, it tells of Jesus being back in the temple, mom and dad um, headed back home. He stayed behind. There's a whole debacle that has to be dealt with there. But in verse 47, as, you know, as he's teaching or kind of in response to his teaching, Here's what verse 47 says. Now, this is the boy in the temple. It says, everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answer. Our word is that term, amazed. Everyone who heard him was amazed. Like, wow, that's incredible. And it wasn't, again, that word is not focused on the physical. See, see, our equipping is not physical. It wasn't his eloquence of speech. It wasn't how articulate he was, when how how bold he was. They were just there was this there was this spiritual uh, emphasis being made. Just what kind of resonated from him is this? Just this kid is incredible. He reminds me of God. (laughs) That's that kind of a a picture. Let me give you another another place this is used in Acts chapter four verse thirteen. This time Peter and John are standing in front of the Sanhedrin. And, um, you know, they're being quizzed pretty aggressively on speaking in the name of Jesus and specifically in in the healing that just took place. And it says, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men. Pause there. Again, see, this, this word does not have a physical element to it. Holy does not have a physical element to it. So they're not See, they're not uh, gonna be amazed at Peter and John and anything physical, you know, their their use of the correct terms, you know, their eloquence of speech, their boldness, nah, none of that kind of stuff. When they learned they were unschooled and ordinary men, they were astonished, that's our term. They were astonished and they took note these guys have been hanging around Jesus, which is so neat. So when you come into our verse, uh, you know, and and it says that he chose us, okay, before the creation of the world. Well, he called us out. He selected us to be wow. He selected us to be amazing. He selected us to be the demonstration of who he is in our world. To hope to be holy, and and it's so neat the idea of blameless, um, which the idea of blameless is really easy to understand. It means just to be without blame. It's it's two Greek words put together without and blemish. So it literally means spotless to be without blemish. It's, it's a technical term, um, you know, uh, for designating for something that's just, uh, it, it's used for a sacrifice in the old Testament. Now, again, this blameless, t- doesn't have to do with physical. It's not physical. It literally means that God's selection of you and what he destined for you is to be shockingly pure, pure, shockingly perfect. And that's not based on, as a Wesleyan guy, okay, as a Nazarene, uh, the way we articulate this, this would be in your motive. That God wants to transform the way you think, not just physical. He wants to translate the way you feel. Um, One of the things, if you follow me, you know, or if you listen to me preach, I, I say a lot that God wants to change not just what you do the physical things see that's not the emphasis of this world this word he wants to change the way you think he wants to change the way you feel he wants to change the drive in your life he wants to change what you long for see he wants what's going on inside of him to go on inside of you that's the idea of blameless and he's chosen you for that he didn't choose you uh, he didn't choose you uh, just to have you know physical perfect robotic kind of decisions and actions and those kinds of things he chose you to think like he thinks and feel like he feels He chose you to be perfect blameless on the inside which is the idea of this word so you put this whole verse together that's that's the idea the first element of being equipped in the heavenly realms for that kind of warfare is that you are going to walk into every spiritual situation the exact same way that your Father in Heaven does? He selected you for that. He selected you to be shockingly, amazingly um, pure, pure of heart, and that's the idea. Boy, I hope that just hope that challenges uh, challenges you and encourages you as much as it does me. And I hope you'll go back and listen to the study as we look at it um, in a in a. Um, live preaching setting down when I was down in Chattanooga is where we recorded it but it's just it's just powerful we're going to be getting into the next one just give you a quick preview we're going to be getting into the next um, verse that in love he predestined us uh, for adoption and uh, as sons um, through Jesus and then he goes on with accordance of his will and that there's praise and glory um, attached to that so we're going to get into verses five and six here uh, pretty soon and I hope you want to be a part of and uh, continue to study with us here on our, on our podcast. All right, God bless. See you next time. For more information, visit www.jeremiahbullock.com. That's www.jeremiahbullock.com.